Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. G'day, everybody. Welcome to the show. Carlton Show Round 7. Not the week we were hoping for. Not the week we were... Demanding is too strong a word, but hoping for after last week's show. uh, Terrible loss to North Melbourne. Uh, In the eyes of many, flips... What has been into something completely different. Um, I think we'll make some sense of it all on the way through. Gekman is here, which I was expecting. Hello to you, Stavros. Andy and uh, Baz, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, boys. Surprise. Good. Just yeah. a little lob from the big fella. We didn't think you were going to be. You've had a whole lot of nights of night shift and you weren't going to be here. No, I wasn't going to be here. I certainly wasn't going to be here and contemplating uh, pulling the pin tonight, thinking that uh, it would be the easy way out. No, it wasn't but, that. Um, You've had a whole lot of night shifts. I have shift. had some yeah, night shifts, and yep, I'm going yep. tonight as well. But you know, the basis of me being here is a little bit about to talk about effort. So our side on the weekend didn't show a lot of effort. So I thought I might show some effort and actually get here. And you know, we don't get paid for the show, and there's nothing really in it for us. But the listeners who sort of. Uh, uh, Sort of hinge on every word we say. Well, it's it's become a part of the week for something. Oh, I like catching up with you two blokes. By yeah, the way. So oh, of course, of, of course. Me, but... oh, I'd, I'd rather be having a beer than a than a spring water, but uh, double zero at work. So yep. um, yeah. Oh, look, you know, what was the most disappointing thing? Let's let's get the game out of the way, and then you can do your big picture stuff. Well, for me, afterwards. for me, a very simple word was um, you know effort, 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 yep. and intensity. So, yep. but that's you know, Gex, I think wants to start elsewhere. I was I was going to just sort of set up a framework to talk through for the night. I was going to begin by taking us back to York Park last week when the siren sounded and just sort of say look, it was a gut-wrenching result um, because, once again, we had a chance to win a game of football. I'm just wondering what that does to the psyche of the players when they are within grasp a victory and these things happen to them uh, on a regular basis. Um, And out of that match, obviously, we get four major casualties. So straight away, leading into the next game, there's a a pretty large uh, discrepancy in experience and key position, not key position as much as um, specialised positions that we can't readily replace. 100%. So, um, I was just, I, I posed a, a text to Andy during the week to find out, and I don't know if you had any No, luck, no, I didn't find out, no. Just the mindset of the team leading up to this match. How did they train? 
What was the intensity like? You Apparently know? they trained very well. Yeah, no, there's not, I don't think there's any changes. But, but, <coughs> no. but the, the, the one thing that has come out of the four interviews that I've seen and heard <clears throat> from the coach, from the captain, from Ed Kerno and Jacob Wiedering, that they all, to a man, have said that this is down to uh, mindset. Mindset. But they all they all said that they trained really hard, really well. But on the day, and at halftime particularly, the coach put it on them and said, "So, what is the problem here?" Well, see so that you say mindset, and mm. and this this no no they say mindset. This continues on from what I'm talking about leading up to the game because from a public from the the public. Mm exposure that we were getting, mm. it seemed to be a positive sort of um, buzz around the club with Stocker's debut yeah. and he was sort of building up some yep. of those sort of positive aspects yep. of what was coming up. And, you know, I, I'm clearly not in the loop to know what's going on behind closed doors. No, but neither am I. You say mindset and, and for me, you look at North Melbourne and I, I'm wondering is there any way they relax somehow thinking they're playing one of the bottom teams? No doubt. Because, what right have they got to relax? Well, this is, None. This is, this is what I'm saying in what about universe, the build-up to a but, game. But in what universe do they relax? Well, this is the thing. What, what skerrick of it, recent history suggests that they have got any and, right. and this is what they've talked about. You know, Ed said we just expected to rock up and it would happen for us. How? The same I've level. got no idea. What, what, what did you expect to happen? The history is littered with disaster as opposed to triumph in recent times. Well, so, so North you're, have won our la, their last oh, four. Exactly, and they've thumped us. And repeat of yeah, last, thumped what us. happened last So week, if you're so. expecting something, if you're, gonna, if you're a Carlton player and you are expecting something to happen, what happened is what you should have been expecting. Mm. That was more predictable exactly. than, than the alternative that they thought was going to happen mm. just by rocking up. Yep. It was extra. I, I, I scratched my head, and I listened to the Ed Kerno interview twice. I listened to it as it happened, and I listened to it back because I thought it was the most. It was it was outside the club confines. It was an open media, if you like, performance. Mm. So I felt like it was the rawest of the three that have been held this week, mm. and he was embarrassed to admit it. it. He knew what he was admitting to. He knew that by admitting to what he was saying. That it sounded stupid. He knew how and he knew how daft it was, mm. but he was just being honest. Like th- they clearly were c- somehow allowed themselves to slip into a piece of some sort of complacency, and and whether it's you know you believe the buzz and you're reading a bit too much and whatever. But there was a headline after round six, superfooty.com.au, the online Herald Sun, one and five. Best one and five team in the why Carlton is the best one and five team in the history of football, right? The next week, the same website, one and six, what's going wrong at Carlton? All the twelve reasons why Carlton's going no good. Mm. So the same, the same author, the same, the same establishment. One week says you're the best one and five team in the history of the game. In seven days. Seven days later, here are the twelve things as to why Carlton's going no good. So if anyone believes anything outside of your own four walls in footy, you've got dead set rocks in your head. <clears throat> and I think that's why we're – I'd like to think that's why we're here because while you've got Eddie Maguire saying, oh, if I was Mark Lejudish, I'd be picking the phone up and speaking to Alistair Clarkson, you've got, fuck off. 
look after your look. You're going okay. Mm. Just don't don't use our club as a bit of clickbait, a bit of you know talkback fodder. You know, we know we've had a shit week, but how anybody inside the footy club would think would could, could be affected by anything but the reality of what this team has been through in the last three or four years. It's kind of beyond me. I don't. I don't understand how a player could have mm. let themselves sl- slip into any sort of degree well, of these, complacency. And these are the same things I'm questioning myself on a daily basis when you see these things happen. So I ask who within the playing group or the operation network of the football club who sets the agenda. Well, uh, and and who is fine? Who is sort of pinpointing the mindset of everybody to know what to expect, to to thicken their skin and gird their loins and get ready for a, a battle that has to be won at all costs. Don't you reckon ultimately this is player-driven? I don't think this is ultimately player-driven. Baz says they've trained well. I heard they've trained well. Coach is saying, you know, you know you're defined by what you do next week. You're defined by what you do next week. Good performance, but you've got to back it up. You got we we he keeps saying this, right? So those messages get poured into these blokes. I, I just give us give me you two from the twenty two on Saturday, the Carlton blokes who were the equal in terms of mindset that these North Melbourne blokes brought to the table on Sunday, right? I'll just read names out, and then you two think of the Carlton blokes who were our versions in terms of. Hardness, competitiveness, intent to these blokes. Zeeble, Higgins, McMillan, Brown, Cunnington, Williams, Tarrant, Thompson. Who were our blokes on sat on Sunday who said, because every one of those blokes at various stages of the game said, not today, not today. And they had to get, you had to beat them on Sunday. They're not that good that they can't be beaten, but they're, their their statement from the start of the match was not today. We're not going to get pushed over today. Who were our Who were our blokes on Sunday who sent that message back to North Melbourne oh, during the running in running? Wow. Uh, who were they? At a stretch, at a real stretch. Uh, I've got I've Fisher, got... Walsh, Thomas. Not sure much more else than that. Maybe, maybe Weedering. I'm not sure. That, oh, that's a bit. Yeah, okay. I, I can't. Did you, can you think of any more. off the top of your head? It's hard to answer with our mob because, unfortunately, um, players can give effort but have some sort of short circuit on the day and the effort turns to incompetency. I mean, yeah, they're, they're for, putting in yeah, effort, yeah. but they're being but incompetent with their there, effort. There's effort. Forgetting that. There is effort. that. Yeah. Like, just, just gloss over what he just said and I agree. in general terms. Look, when the game was in the heat in the first half, mm. when it was there to be played. There was only a few. It was only the plays you mentioned. So yeah, two of the ones that you two are agreeing on. Fisher and Daisy. One's played his seventh game. Mm. The other one's 71 kilos or 72 yeah, kilos. No, it's, it's, it's not good. It's enough. an indictment. It... it, it, it Weekends like Sunday, what they do, it doesn't mean that's who you are, right? It doesn't mean that's who you are as a group. What, in, well, the way I look at footy and teams is it it exposes your weaknesses, mm. and we oh, talked it opens up some wounds for sure. And we've talked about a lot of them on the way through. And I know you're red hot on 
you know, if it's not Cripps, it's no one. And that was cruelly exposed again on Sunday. But even even around it, there were elements around the way they they rallied behind their skipper on Sunday that was disappointing. Cripps was clearly Zebel clearly played out of position according to what he's been doing in 2019. And later later on, we find out that Zebel goes to Brad Scott and says, "I want Cripps mm. for the week." Right. So Zebel hammers Cripps, bumps, you know, pushes, buffets. And when Cunnington gets a crack to go in, he goes in as well. They hold him down. They don't let him up. They frustrate him. Look, I know that guys like Sam Walsh and Zach Fisher, I love them both, and they're made of the right stuff, but but it's not their go no. to come in and fly the flag for, physically for Patrick Cripps. I didn't see anyone. I didn't see anyone send a message to Zebel or Cunnington. Just, just on that, and it's about history again here because exactly the same thing happened to Cripps last year. He was held to 19 disposals mm. in the same game last year. Yep. So, again... It was a shocking day last year. There is no plan around how to combat when it happens again yeah, this no, time. No, no. It's what... And it, it, it's a part of our culture, our coaching, our planning. I don't know who to specifically point the finger at, but it repeats itself endlessly to the point but, where it's, so, it's so madness. Who do, but who do we have then? Who do we have? Who else is in and around that area that you're talking about? Petrovsky Seaton, Paddy Dow, the Lock- kids, Lockie O'Brien, no, well, yep. Mark Murphy, Gibbons when he went if, in. If you're there. talking about Cunnington and Zebel, you have to you have to put a like body type in there. Mm, Ed Kerno. All right. So the SBSs and Fishers are not going to be able to handle the buffeting and the pulling and shoving and the. The, the strength. And, that's, the that's, strength. So, that's the question, Mark. Yeah, no, 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 that's where you're going. The question. We've got 22 picked on the day. Mm. You simply have to be a bit inventive. I've, okay? I've, I've, you know, I've got nothing in front of me and I've just got memories, bad memories, um, <laughs> of, the, of the game. And I constantly see opposition sides, good, bad and indifferent, still rolling a, a heavy tag on opposition uh, playmaker, so to speak, right? North Melbourne did their homework. You don't have to do too much homework. No, it's pretty straight straight forward. Carlton. Straightforward. You, you take him out, you take the big fella out, and you're going to go a long way to winning the game of footy. Pretty much? Yep. Great. Okay. So they throw Zeebel in there, and he does a number on him for a half a game. For a half. Crips for a half. But that was enough. But yep. they had 10 yep. goals on yep. us. Yep. So that we're not going to come back from there. The problem now that I have is... We are playing Ed Kerno as a don't know what that uh, is. in in a role that I, I just can't understand. I just can't understand it. He's not um, uh, not a tackling high pressure forward. Didn't lay, did he lay a tackle on the weekend? I don't reckon. He I, I, a, I don't know what's going on in that area. Uh, he's not. He doesn't kick a lot of goals. I know he kicked four in one match. He may have kicked another two. Might have had six for the year. But that's, you know, I'm talking about. We don't. It's not a small forwards position that he plays. If we are to get fair income, if we are to, to, he needs to go back in there, start on the wing, and then push into the, into and start playing that role where he locks down on someone. They were doing it to to um, Cripper. Why doesn't he go to Cunnington? Cunnington? Hmm. Yep. Right. Let's go. Okay. Here's the chess pieces, right? Scott's doing this. Well, we'll do that. He's doing that. Well, we'll do this. 
I mean, to me, it's now got to the stage that you cannot rely on these young, inexperienced midfielders to accept responsibility to take the seasoned campaigners on and, and butt heads. You with can't, them. you can't, you can't. No. We do to a stage, to a point, when Cripps is, like you're saying, Gex, when Cripps is on and they're not paying a lot of attention to him, like against Hawthorne, Cripper was getting a lot of attention from Howe, but we still seem to be, uh, you know, winning stoppages and clearances and it looked fantastic for half a game. We had Cruiser, and then, we had cruiser in the had side. Cruiser in the side, which helped a hell of a lot. Uh, and he is the one that, you know, goes in there and wins his own ball. But... I'm starting to question the Ed Kerno position that he's playing. Fair enough. Yep, I don't. I have no issues yeah. with that. I've well, got he, no he's one, but I've I've mentioned several, and I'd even put Plowman in there for ten minutes. I mean, he's no good as a contested de- de- defence, he, but he seems to play well in traffic. He seems to go all right in traffic, and and you know get the ball and get it out, or turn turn out of traffic and hit a target. I mean. He's got the right body type, at least. Just throw uh, Gibbons, throw him, throw Jack, anyone. Jack, let's throw Jack up. Jack, Jack to me. Even bloody to... Stocker was worth five minutes well, in I there think, on the I weekend. Think, I think Jack seems to be. He's come back and he he's he seems to be going okay. 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 Right. But we weren't getting the ball inside fifty. We've had thirty nine inside fifties, right? And the fact that we had twenty two shots on goal from thirty nine entries is incredible. Mm. It's better than one in two. So. Statistics were saying, we get it in there. We've got a chance of a shot on goal. 22 from 39. They get it in 60 times. They've had 30 shots. I know it's it's, it's still pretty much the same. We've, you've allowed them 21 extra shots at goal, uh, entries. But if Jack plays in the middle, and he has been in the twos, why is he not used in the middle when he comes into the ones? Can anyone explain that I can't, to me? I can't. I, I've, I, can't. I see a stubbornness with Bolton, but I kind of, I think I understand that he wants to fast track a group of mids that he sees as the A team as fast as possible. I agree with that. And yeah, I, I can see I, that. I think that's solely the reason why he's so stubborn. But what about when the scoreboard's going against you? But he doesn't play the game. He's not playing the the, the yeah. game and the opposition exactly. by doing that. That's exactly. the problem. One week after the of after the next, he's teaching them for and, the next two years, three and, years. But to an opposition coach, it becomes completely predictable. He, they know, oh, these guys are playing 70, 80% game time in the midfield. Well, we, we know what they do. We'll just, you know, they're good at this. They're not good at that. Well, we'll, we'll use our strengths to nullify this. And, we'll, but, and it makes it all one-way traffic from a coaching point of view tactically as well. No, I don't disagree with that. So, so basically, you know, when you're talking about the midfield on the weekend, and it starts from the midfield, right, I guess as a coaching group, they probably didn't try to nullify what was happening. We can talk about effort and mindset, and that may be fair enough and became evident at half time. But you let half a game of football go mm. before you address anything. Well, it wasn't addressed at all, even well, after half time. Well, seemingly, well, seemingly not. No. I mean, what, what, you know, uh, uh, on the score was. The scoreboard just, it's petered out to a shit-ass game anyway. It oh, just, was it? Forget it. Yeah, was just, yeah. you know, the whole game is a blur to me. But, you know, to kick five goals to three in the last quarter, I couldn't give a 
crap about that. You know, it's like the other team just put the foot off the pedal and yeah, allowed us to play a little bit of a junk footy. So to me, you know, the signs were there well and truly at quarter time. What did we do about it? Well, we talk about uh, Gibbons, who's got a strongish body. We talk about Jack, who has played time in the middle at reserves a little. And we talked about Ed Kerno. So all of those three, I want to know, did any of those three uh, go into the mid, uh, into the midfield at centre bounces or around the ground? I, I venture to say not a hell of a lot. So he just put it fairly squarely on, mm. this is what we planned for, this is what we're doing. Mm. It sounds like I'm having a pot of the coach here and the coaches as, as, as a group. And, you know, what, mindset's one thing, Absolutely. But you can change this up a little bit just by personnel a little bit. The problem oh, with the sure. problem the problem with our twenty two, the way it's been built and the way we pick our team, is that while you you're picking a play here and a play there, and I'm not arguing with either of you for the for the three or four that you're throwing up as possibilities, there's not the coach you're not you don't actually have a lot of flexibility on game day with our twenty two. No. Not a lot. We, I mean, we, have, we, have, we have tall up. defenders, yeah. we have tall forwards, and we have too much of both. We don't have lockdown but small defenders, part, we don't have small forwards. But this is the we don't have versatility taken. with our twenty two. And, and, and it's not it's not as much as it's partly to do with the twenty two that gets selected, it's it's all it's also um a bit to do with what we have available on our list. No doubt. No look I I started my my little template of discussion tonight with with last week and the build up. My but next, just just on that template, just on going. that template. No, no, no. Uh, you, uh, you said at the final sign. You mentioned last week, Andy, that they were quite upbeat about their performance. You, you said, pl- uh, I was on the plane, but they weren't they weren't flat. No, on the plane. No. Yeah, yeah, they weren't sitting there crying into their beers, mm. not that I drink, but yeah, cr- crying into their water you, on the plane. You did mention home. that they were still quite upbeat about their performance as a whole after the Hawthorne game. Yeah. Um, well, that was my observation was of it. it? Yeah, 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 I didn't speak and ask yeah. anyone, but I, my observation was no. they they thought you know like disappointing we didn't win, but a lot to take out of it. Jeez, the mm. first half was as good a brand of footy as mm. we've seen Carlton play for a long and time. And came back at him in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, Where last was 10... that fight on the weekend? No, that's what I can't Where understand. Where was the fight on the weekend? the way we finished the game is the way we started this week. Yep. And the way North finished last week is the way they started this week. Well, we didn't We didn't start no. the game the way we finished last no. week. And we no. finished the game oh, last true week. Enough. The way we, we finished the right. game last week without right. Simpson, without Cruiser, and you without Newman. Right. So we should have been... From a manpower perspective, would have been we should have been better. Take look, there's your benchmark, boys. You can do it against the odds, you know. But I was but, thinking more about the form of some of our backmen in that in the second half of that fourth horrible. game. Horrible. They start they started horrible. Jones and Plowman gave North Melbourne oh. the first three out of the first five, I think, yep. from memory, something like that. Uh, horrible. Horrible. D50, exiting D50 was absolutely disgusting. Mm. Plowman's kicking. Plowman's kicking. That what the I don't know what he was doing that kicking oh. around the body in the first quarter. I don't and this you look for at the 12 minute mark, I the 12 minute mark of the first quarter, games on, arm wrestle. They're starting to get the ascendancy early. Ball goes out of bounds in a half forward flank. Oh, mark Murph, ball's out of bounds, it's gonna be a throw in. Yeah, Murphy pushes Zebel in the back. Mm. Free kick. North Melbourne. Dude, I would have dragged. I would have dragged Mark Murphy. Just set the tone. And I would have stood. I would have. If Bolton wasn't on the bench, I would have run and said, "What the f- mate? 
254 games. What the fuck are you doing? Mm. What is that? Seriously, and, and what is that? The free kick to Mason Woods probably 10 minutes it later. Was, it was pathetic. I mean, what the fuck is that? That's mindset. There's a signal. that They're just going, well, I don't care. I don't care. Hmm. I don't care. That's what that is. I don't care. I, 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 yeah, there were there were some telltale signs mm. that oh, mate. amplified the problems we were getting ourselves into. Yeah, yeah you could see it you coming. You could see it. You could oh, see yeah. it coming. Oh, yeah. One could not believe that. I couldn't believe oh, what I saw. In the first quarter, I saw Cripper take a ball at half back, steam through the middle. He was steaming through. Like, he was – he bullet through them, he had the ball, and he, and he just about went to kick, looked up, went to kick down to the forward line. For some unknown reason, he stopped. He just had a handball to the to his right, completely missed the target, mm. turnover. I was right in front of it, and I just thought, what, what, what do you know? Why did he do mm, that? Why did he stop? I thought he didn't Steven. see anything in front of him, but to his right, there were two guys, <laughs> two guys dead set on their own. Well, so. He's just like there were little things happening in that first quarter that you just you sat there thinking, "Wow, we're yep. going to be in for a day here. Oh, yeah. God. We're going to be in for a day here, and we were in for a day. All right, not one to remember. I'll give you the tip. So keep sorry, going, sorry. Yes. My my next heading was the things that we can't control. Now, there, there were a lot of mitigating circumstances that led to this performance as well. It wasn't all just on the day stuff. There were reasons why we weren't able to execute or the way we weren't able to handle the pressure. So let's look first at who, who were the leaders left in the side after the ones that had been injured and I'll just I'll just tell you the top ten players in order of games played: Murphy, Daisy, Ed Kerno, Jones, Levi, Cripps, Plowman, Weeders, Charlie, and SBS. So, how many of those ten players would you consider leaders, proper leaders? Go through them again. Murphy. Yep. Daisy. Yep. Ed. Yep. Jones. Levi. Cripps. Plowman, Weeders, Charlie, and SBS. They're, they're from probably, fi- probably six. four or five. Yeah. I would if, but they should be. Leaders? No, no, they should be. Well, they should be. But well, do they play like – my point? this is my point about identifying those North Melbourne players earlier. They should be. But do, did, do they play with the requisite – That's no. the thing. Do they play no, with they that? Don't. No, they don't. They don't. No. They don't. They don't. No. And, well, and leaders, you know what? My definition of a leader mm-hmm. is a guy that you can – you can mark down as a as a, a tick every week. Bonafide. To That's, set a standard yes. and do the right things yes. nearly every yep. time. Don't have to be BOG. No. Don't have, hey, Scott Thompson had like two he had if he had five touches, but Scott Thompson is a leader at North Melbourne. He sets a standard at mm. North Melbourne of, of 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 baseline competitiveness. Now Look, Jonesy, you know, was he had a shocking start to the game, and thank God he's okay because that was bloody horrific. But it wasn't his great day. Jacob Weidering was one of our three or four, or five best players on the day, right? And but but Jacob Weidering doesn't play with that. He hasn't got that yet. He hasn't. He and hopefully it comes. It may never come. He might just not be that type of individual. He might just be a really really good footballer. But he doesn't play with no. that. No. Well, he so doesn't play with that. We're you know? basically saying we miss Simo more than what we think. Yeah. Uh, so other than those 10, then you're no. – oh, yeah, No, definitely we did. Yeah. Then they're all less than 40. Phillips, well, Jack, Fish, Marchbank, 
Dow, O'Brien, Cunners, Willow, yeah, no, Gibbons. But they're, they're, no, they're, 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 they're either they're finding their way yeah, or yeah, hoping to get a game. That's you know? over half the team. Yeah. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, the, the bereft of you posed a... Uh, you said rudderless. Oh, well, we were on the weekend. You know, um, so at we, times. we can't control that fact. We can't control. But, but Gex, the fact that, I think I, that, that's. I, I get that. But when does someone just stand up and say, yep. "Well, fuck it"? That's my point. That's exactly. No, what I'm going to do it today. Yep. 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 I can, can appreciate no cruiser. I can appreciate no Simpson, and I don't know who else we're talking about here, but. McGovern, maybe he's, he's been around for six years. I don't know. He's just come to our club. Nick Newman's got a bit of you know what, but to me, like, if you're eighteen or thirty-four, you put on the Guernsey, you play the game, and whether you've played one or whether you've played three hundred, at some stage, you know, you put these ones here no straight doubt, on the table. No you you put them on the table and you say right. You look and you sense something, and you think, oh, "I've got to do something." Yeah, it's on. It's on. I've got to do something. Yeah, yeah. One thing. I don't know what it is. I've got to do even do something stupid, like beeline someone and miss the ball and shirt front him and cop two weeks. So, oh, we talked about this a couple of years ago. So out of just the, somebody do something. Out of the half of the side that I read, who were in the the more seasoned players. Yep. Have we seen evidence of nearly any of those players doing what you're talking about? Other than Cripps, maybe Jones. Definitely Jones is courageous at times. Daisy has shown a, a, a bit that. Um, no, and then no, really no, the other no, no. the other six. They're two, all nice players. There's nice. Well, there's one reason why this club and scones. has the reputation it has and it is in a stagnant state. Tea and, and scones, here's, And here's the, this is the other upshot of where we're at. A lot of the guys you've mentioned and the guys in the second tier, they've all played enough footy now. Mm. They're, they're not green anymore. It's the green shoots thing. Yep. No. They've, they've played their three, four, five years of footy at this level. It flips really quickly in the AFL. You you go from being a developing player to a to an AFL footballer pretty quickly, I reckon. You you reach a point, whatever that whatever that point is. It might be a bit different for some than it is for others. Clearly, Sam Walsh has reached a point quicker than a lot of others have. But I reckon a lot of the guys that you've read through, you've gone through there on our list. No more is it about another year, another two developing. They're going to start playing now. <laughs> They've got to start playing. No They've had their 25, 35, 45, 50 games. They've had enough exposure at the level to not look for – like Baz is saying, not look for someone else to coattails to hang on to. It's up to these blokes now Absolutely. because the competition's looking at them and they're going soft – yeah. Non-competitive, I soft, heard, I heard pushed someone, out of the way, yeah, absolutely. doesn't want to go to hard footy, kid, forget about him. That's North what the competition's saying Melbourne about him. North Melbourne knew on the weekend if they brought heat, they were going to win. It would go a long way absolutely. to winning this game of they football. Were and they be- brought the heat. They were better coached, better prepared, and came with a much better mindset than we did. No doubt. It was 180 degrees. 100% no doubt. agree. It was. It, it is just... And, People hate, I think people hate when I bring up uh, statistics, but minus 40 in contested possessions, 
minus 111 in uncontested possessions, yet we have 56 tackles each side. Oh, and we had four. What does that tell you? Yeah, no. That tells you one side yep. is prepared to do the hard yards and the harder yards, mm. and the other side's just going through the motions. Yep. That is the raw statistic. You know, that is when a statistic will tell you exactly how the game is being played, mm. particularly uh, on the weekend, on their terms, and we did nothing to do to arrest that situation so the, at all. So the fear is, and we've we've addressed this in the past, the fear is what is it doing to them? Mm. What's what's it? This comes this comes from this comes from the cor- around the corner. We didn't see coming this one. We didn't think. We didn't think this one was coming this week, right? No, no. I wouldn't I think have been we all said it was a must-win game. Yeah, yeah. Worst case scenario on the weekend, boys. Be honest. Worst case scenario was that is way worse than. I wasn't scenario. even on the table. That wasn't on the no, table. No, 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 no. It no. was a. Uh, I don't know, two, three goal loss. Oh yeah, and we kick um, ourselves out of yeah, it. All. There's, we there's mitigating. Or... We cost ourselves the game you against North. Have seen right? This, no, no chance. Did you see this at all? You did say you did say build up of narrow losses can go one of two ways, and one of the ways it can go, it can go one of three ways. One is you fall off a cliff and you put in a stinker. The all the effort counts for nothing, and you put in a shocker. One is that you finally make a count, or the third option is you just keep going mm. the way you're going. You have another narrow loss. There was only of those three potential scenarios going into the North game. One was completely unacceptable. Mm. One was borderline forgivable. The other one was what we all hope was most yeah, likely. Yeah, agree. Okay, so yeah. we got the we got the absolutely unacceptable. Yeah, just right. just to answer your question. Did I see this coming? I'll, I'll answer it by finishing off on the things that we can't control and the mitigating circumstances that I that I saw. Right with with Newman and Simo out and Stocker and Willow in. Our back line was thrown into chaos because Simo and Newman are good support players. And, and when the ball hits the ground, when there's support required for, they know the, what they're for doing. releases, I know what they're, doing. Yeah. they're the two guys that really help out in those situations with, with good good outlet kicks and seeing the right targets. Composure, poise. You know. So you replace that with Stocker and Willow, who are both, I, I reckon Willow is at least one or two games in before he should have been. Uh, not his fault. I'm not blaming him in any way, shape, or form. And, and I actually thought Stocker looked pretty good at times when, I agree. He, when he was. I don't thought he did okay. Thought he did okay. But you can't replace the two that went out with the two that went in. Not on our list. The Ford line. Now, even though McGovern wasn't in super form, he takes a good backman. He sure does. Suddenly, Harry is the only real target of note, given that Levi self-destructed for the second yeah. time in two weeks. And as don't far as I'm concerned, there, Levi, I, I've tried to be on your side as much as no, I can, no, but I think that's the end for, for, from what I saw there. Harry was left holding the fort with two genuine good backmen mm. knowing mm. where the ball's going every single oh. time. So yeah. we're stuffed in the back line. We're stuffed in the forward line. You go to the midfield, cruises out. Goldstein is a, an all-Australian ruckman. He he had a, he had much more influence clearly than Phillips. Phillips who, tried his. Uh, Phillips battled away. Tried battled away. Yeah, yeah battled away. And he kicked two. Goldstein kicked Goldstein two. Goldstein had some genuine taps to advantage. He did. No that, doubt. That no doubt. Supported his team yep, yep. in a huge way and kicked a couple of goals. So you know he had a massive advantage over us, and and Cripps is held. Yeah. Um, are you suggesting a little bit flag, just by so. listening to that? Are you suggesting that? Um, well, you are suggesting that 
Williamson probably shouldn't have played. I think there and wasn't throw in much Stocker choice, in. Really. Well, well, okay. there wasn't much choice. Well, what was the choice? No, there wasn't much choice. Probably there wasn't. You, you Unless you had... throw Dave Cunningham back. Or, well, how did he go on the Garland. weekend? Maybe. How did he go on the weekend? Um, well, one person said to me that he probably played his better one of the Jesus. better games, and one said just went. Okay. So uh, I got two different. To do, oh, I only watched half a game, but um, uh, okay. Then, then, then you turn to you know midfield, and you look at Setterfield was ready to play, but they didn't play him. That you look at a bit strange, you look think. at Kennedy, who there was an attitude problem, I believe, and okay, didn't play. Fair enough. Who else is available? I mean, Darcy Lang hasn't been banging no, the door know. down. He's been back now for a month. I don't know for solo up in the forward line. Oh, you know, it's it's starting to get a bit get a bit scratchy. So, so I, I, I we, really don't know. We said before that um, that days like that expose you know what's not right on your list and what's not right at your footy club, and and for all of the um, for all of the kind of list build that's been going on, and you know, I think we've we've seen it. We that you know, Sauce and the team have brought some good players in. Guys are going to be part of the future. There's no lock. We haven't got a we haven't got a lockdown defender. We haven't got a small mid lockdown defender on our list. And we and you look at you look across the league at the moment the way forward lines are structured up. We are an outlier. Forward lines just aren't built around three or four talls anymore. In fact, it's gone the other way. It's mid to smalls that forward lines are built on now, and we've got none. None. Yeah. We've got one on our list. Don't say Jared Pickett because – They would say that. Well, don't say Jared. But I, mean, when, I didn't when, say that. They he, would say that. Well, well, they're kidding themselves if they say that. Well, they, I'm sure because, they would say that. Because when's he ever proven that no, he can do that? So, we've so seen just nothing did, there. We've seen nothing. The weekend, right? Just bear with me. The top eight sides in the competition based on ladder position right now are from the weekend, right? Geelong. In their teams on the weekend, forward line, Geelong. Myers, Dalhouse, Ablett, Rowan, Parfit. Now, some of these blokes spend a bit of time in the midfield. Interestingly enough, this is their first year at Geelong, all those blokes. Which is Collingwood, Elliot, Thomas, Hoskin, Elliot, Stevenson, Dugowie. <laughs> GWS, Lloyd's a bit tall, so there's a question. But Daniels, Toby Green. He's worth about three. Uh, Brisbane, Taylor, Rayner, Cameron. Fremantle, Walters, Matera, Collier. Adelaide, Betts, um, Gallucci, Knight. Port Adelaide, Butters, Sam Gray, Rosie, Robbie Gray, didn't play on the weekend. St Kilda, Sinclair, Kent, Gresham. Gresham goes in the midfield, but who are ours? Who are our small mid forwards hmm. on the weekend in 2019? We've tried we've tried McGibbons, who's a dead set midfielder. They're asking to play a role. He's got yep. really no He's kicked no two, go- two goals from hey. seven games. And the kid that didn't play, the kid that was cool on the weekend, Paulson, who's got no idea how to play no, that role. No. They've never played that role in their life. No. Of the of the whatever eight three twenty names, twenty five names I've just read out in other teams, I would venture to suggest that at least half of those players are born and bred small forwards. They've never been midfielders. That they played, they've played all their se- exposed senior football as small forwards, and a lot of them would have played all their junior football as small forwards. We got none. Mm. We've got none, and and we we reckon we know do we know better? 
the win- and this is this is the one thing that is really troubling me about our list at the moment because I don't know where they're going to come from. Like, where do you, well, we're going to have to go to the? We've gone to the draft over a number of years to build a spine. Then we go to the draft to build a midfield. Well, you're struggling to come up, Baz, with three, four, or five midfielders outside of the senior team at the moment who can come in because some of them their forms a bit dodgy at seconds level. Mm. Well, good luck trying to find the Carlton players who tick, who sit in those, who tick our box when it comes Cutty to those. Is the only white light. We're hoping he's only played twenty games, so you know, like but he's more. Yeah, um, he's a breakaway. He, I yeah. think no, no, he's intelligent no, enough to sort he, of yep, mould yep. into goal kicking midfielder. What yep. we're trying yep. to get him to yeah. and, and Lang. So the Lang, Lang, Lang and Fasolo. If you went, if if you happen to go Cunningham, Lang for solo for a couple of weeks, the pure names because I'm thinking about Fasolo two years ago, three years ago when he was on on song, Lang. I remember his Geelong uh, finals campaign, which was he was in the best three both of those finals. So if I'm remembering their best, then you throw Cunningham in there and then you throw the three tools as in uh, Harry, Charlie and McGovern, plus with those three players at their best, it looks a little better. But they're not at their best. Mate, I'm going through this. They're list. not at their best. Well, that's a, we very rarely have a functioning any line where they're all playing in form. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going through this list, uh, trying to find the players at these sides that sit in the top eight right now, who are recycled from other clubs who these clubs have taken a punt on to, f- to hopefully recapture their best. Gary Rowan's about the only one. All the other ones have been. Either had high level exposed form, like at Luke Delhouse has been brought by Geelong yeah. at some cost. Cameron went to Brisbane, yeah, but they weren't yeah. they weren't on the bones of their ass no, players and have been they, they, brought play. in for no, a no, no. you know like as a preseason draft pick or you know like the no. seventh round of the national no. or as a rookie, like a shot at the stumps. Like the blokes we're talking about, Darcy Lang a bit different. He's been but but with the foot the bloke from Collingwood like that is a that's a throw at the stumps Absolutely. in the in the Pitch dark. Like, oh, no, no yeah, one. We absolutely. weren't expecting for Solo to be the answer to all our problems, were we? No, no, no. no. You know, if it came off, was, we gave nothing for him. Exactly. You know, yeah. If him. it comes off, great. No problem. We haven't apparently, spent too much on. We've given him a chance, and yeah. that's great. Yeah. But no one's. No, no, no one's. No, you know, no, no. apparently a little bit on the weekend. Apparently a little bit on the weekend. Um, so that look. Yeah. I just. Think that, it, what did you think about the um, when Jones went down? Um, did you seen the vision? No, I stopped after half time. I just did. It was like a tack ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was traumatized at yeah, that stage. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, no, there's a vision of um, the, the the boys got in a huddle when Jones went down, both huddles. Uh, but there was a vision of um, Daisy Thomas saying something, and it looked like it was directed at um, Lockie Plowman, and then. Smiles, laughter. No, it, it wasn't a good look, Andy. You've seen oh, it, haven't you? No, I haven't seen oh, it. You haven't seen no, it? No, no, no. Okay, I thought you'd be all. I over. saw somebody said something about it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I didn't. I, oh, look to me. What did you read it as? Oh, I, I don't know what was said. I'm not going to sit here and say I know exactly what was said. But to me, I kind of don't really care what was said. What it's was just, the look? What was what, 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 what smiles and laughter? Now. 
it, it's not a great look. And we could be making a mountain out of a molehill. But I saw this, right, and I, I warned you both, the Gold Coast game, which we didn't speak about, we're not going to speak about, but I will tell everybody to go back to the Gold Coast game at three-quarter time when everyone went back to their positions and watch Mitch McGovern going back to his position, having a nice old uh, joke and a laughter with his opponent. Watch when Nick Holman, ex-Carlton player, kicks his second and puts him in front in the last quarter. Watch the ex-captain of Carlton exchange pleasantries in the I midfield and have a nice little laugh and I joke. It. I do remember saying that. Now. I saw that. That's a game that we were supposed to win. Mm. That's a game that you're supposed to, you know, you can shake hands at the at the start and you can shake hands at the end. But, it, you know, in that in those two hours, mm. they're your fucking enemy. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? No, I, I saw that. I remember the one you're talking about with Murphy and Holman. Mm. I see these little this mm. little bit of bullshit, and I don't like it. Mm. And mm. I don't, you know what? Anyone can Carlton, you know. If 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 you want to disguise it, and if you want to ring me up and say, "Oh, geez, you're getting a bit carried away over nothing," you know what? Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the eye of the tiger, mate. Oh, Here it comes. No, no, mate. I know exactly what you're talking about. And you know what? We will get branded as being old school, and that's okay. You know. Um, and this is a new age. Yep. It's a new age. Have a little laugh and a joke and collect your two fifty thousand at the end of the year or three hundred or whatever mm, you get, mm. and you get your check. But you know what? There was forty two thousand there on Sunday. Mm. Forty two thousand got up off their asses to go and watch that game of football, and at three quarter time, half of them left. Yep. yep. Right. And we don't earn three hundred thousand a year. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I seriously. I, if I was any Carlton player this week, I'd say to them, you know what? My wages this week go to the Royal Children's Hospital. That's where they go this week. <laughs> if you've got any balls about you, the lot of yous. <laughs> Fair call. Oh, I haven't seen you like this for a long time. Well, you know what? Yeah. Certain things get up no, my oh, nose no, a little no, bit. No, and, and, you know, I was not endowed with talent and I was not a good player. But one thing I did, I always stuck up for me players and I always went in hard and the one percenters and all that sort of stuff. And if there was a blue one, you'd get involved Cop one, wear one. I wasn't a fighter, but you know what? You wear one for the team. But at the end of the day, right, when you play for this club or you play for any club, right, each and every one of them has to take responsibility, right, for the whole 120 minutes to do something. And at the moment, or sorry, on the weekend, on the weekend, not the previous six weeks, on the weekend, right, there were too many who chose to do the, or to do nothing. Mm. Mm. You know, and- why should we? You know, they they gloated during the week. Wow, we've broken sixty thousand yeah, members I know. at Carlton. I know. I know. Well, hello. Yeah. What? What? Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Who cares? <laughs> they won't be back. There's people yeah. who are who are so happy and joyous that you know the clubs make a profit and everything. You know what, boys? Start winning games of football. Start winning games of football, and we'll turn up in droves. But that, on the weekend, as we all know, is unacceptable, and we've had a gutful of it, a gutful, this week against Collingwood. Okay. We'll lose. We know. We know we're going to lose. But I'll tell you one thing about Collingwood, what I want to see. Doesn't matter the margin that they beat us, but what I want to see at some point of the match, 
Hopefully it's deep into the third. I hope that Collingwood have to put the foot on the pedal and beat us. Mm. I hope I hope it's the last couple of minutes. I hope we actually beat them. That's not going to happen. I just hope that their coaches, you know, are in a state of panic and say, well, fuck, we got to do something here. Mm, mm. we got to do something. They're coming at us. Mm, mm, you know, we've mm. got to put the foot down. Make them win. Mm. Make them win. Don't hand it to them on a platter. Mm, mm. We handed it to North Melbourne on a platter on the weekend and said, here it is, dish it up. You want a bit of gravy? You can have a bit of gravy as well. Mm. Make them work. Mm. And, it, and all it takes is every single player on the ground, whatever we go out with, there's going to be changes. There might be three changes, five changes, six, whatever they come out with. Play your role. Understand your role. Don't worry about if you're on Dugowie. Don't worry about him, mate. Don't worry about him. He'll, he'll, he, he carves everybody up. But play your role for the team. Mm, mm. Play your role for the team. There's, there's still that, that the fundamentals are there's the ball, Go and win it first. If you go only, and win the ball first. If you're going to get beaten, get beaten the right way. Absolutely. Get it's exactly right what way. I'm saying. Get, get beaten, beaten the right, right way. way. You know, and you know what? And then I'll shut up. Yep. Just get beaten the right way. That's, that's it. That's all it is. Um, you know, it's, that's, a high, that's a pretty high watermark for the, a podcast like this. I reckon that this is what I think podcasts like this should be. So unless you got something. Is that a few points? Right. Because, yep. I went with mitigating circumstances, things that weren't in our control. Now there was a heading, what we can control, okay? I just want to go through a few things. And we talked about respect for the opposition. Want to be good after that. I oh, know, I'm sort of bringing it back to black and white bureaucracy bullshit. I know I'm, I'm an admin, I'm a nerd, I'm a wanker. Uh, no, I but, took the words right out of my mouth, but, you know, <laughs> I would never have said that about you. I'm sorry, oh, not all of it. We spoke anyway. about respect for the opposition. Yeah, we can control that thought process when we've learnt uh, about previous losses and how to address them. Um, coaches learning from history, we can control that. It doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, now, here's, here's the first one, Tack, tackling technique. So 10 minutes into the first quarter, Charlie tackles his opponent around the waist. The, the opponent has his hands free. He handballs the ball. Play continues. Transition goes to the other end of the ground. I don't think there's another team that allows that to happen these days, but we do. Three minutes into the second quarter, SBS grabs his opponent by the jumper. Same result. Gets his handball away, play continues, transition down to the other end. They're not acceptable. Nobody doesn't know how to tackle anymore. Mm. It's, it's, it's a 100% must-have skill set, and if you can't do it, you're either not being taught how to do it or you refuse to do it properly. And again, I would like to have an answer for that. In one of the big five. Tackling's one of the big five. Now, um, under the heading of team rules, coaching fundamentals, question mark, because I don't know which one of these they come into. Jacob Weedering did this three times in the first quarter. Took possession in traffic and continued to plough forward with the ball under his one arm thinking he was going to either break the next tackle and get a kickoff at the same time. Needs to get he out of it, that habit. He did it two times in a row. And in the third time, he was in the goal square with his back to play and turned oh, into play insane. and tried to do exactly the same thing. Three times in one quarter. No. Now, listen to me. If you want to turn the ball over, that is exactly the way to play football. Exactly. The third one was a, a free kick and a goal. Mm. 
And I just scratch my head and I think maybe Jacob thought because he had senior players out, it was his responsibility to show the way and maybe do a bit too much. I'm not sure if that was what was going on, but I, I count him as an intelligent footballer. And what he did wasn't intelligent. You have to feed the ball back on the defensive side of traffic and work it around behind play where there is usually a buffer. There's you should be a buffer of players waiting for you there. All right. So that was that little one. There's the set setups at stoppage in the uh, in the defensive stoppage when Zebel took possession and ran into the open goal and hit the goalpost. Did do you remember that one in the second quarter? I think I'm still stunned. It was a ball up on Vaguely, the goals yeah. on the point of the goal Vaguely. square. Zebel's just He's, he's just run into the space, grabbed the ball, smashed it on his left foot, went straight into the post. Mm, mm, and we see this mm, nearly mm. every week. Nobody on the defensive side of the stoppage. Nobody there to stop the, the ball coming through. Yeah. Liam they, Shields got one. Um, these are repeated. Against Hawthorne. These are repeated things. So, again, is it under team rules, coaching, or fundamentals? Who's responsible? Why isn't it getting fixed? Um, when there are large numbers at stoppage. Now, I think North did this as a tactic to thwart Cripps and his and his um, specialised skills, but there were large numbers around stoppage at various times when it wasn't a, a centre bounce clearance situation. We seem to be happy to either tap it forward, kick it off the ground, push it forward along the ground. You, again, it's turnover city. You've got to pick the ball up. Even if you're going to get tackled, get tackled with the ball in your hands and then reset. At least that is the bare minimum square. You square the contest. I didn't think they were doing that much the last two weeks. I thought the last two weeks they were better at that. And then this week they went back to... But the fact that they keep doing it and and it's these all come in pressure situations, whether they lose their head and just can't think straight anymore, I don't know, but... It, it happens so often that you would think it gets addressed for the next time it happens, for the next time it happens. But pressure kills us. Pressure destroys any, any gameplay that makes sense to me. And it becomes, the, the last one was kicking the ball off the ground in open play. Phillips did it 20 minutes into the first quarter. And then a few minutes later, O'Brien did it. They're in clear open space. They run to the ball and they kick it off the ground 30 metres straight to the sweeping yeah. North Melbourne backman. That lack of confidence. I think all, I think all the things that Gecko's talking coming about, back to I think of, that's what it comes yeah. back to. And you, you think about the, you know our games lost through this 40-game run that we're, we've ha- we're having. All, all, all that happens is you get, um, bad, you get bad memories, bad thoughts, it's all the, the the all the instincts are negative because under pressure on game day, you, I'm sure they're not training and set up to do this stuff. You, you you ask the question. Maybe they should. No, no. Maybe they have to train for pressure. No, no, no. I'm sure they are training. Are they I'm, training for course, pressure? Of course, they're they just doing drills. No, no. I'm co- no well, you have to go to training, but Matt, I'm they sure they do match them. Of course, of course, they're training under what they think is high pressure. They're putting themselves under pressure, but we all know it's not game day pressure. At any level of footy, 
It can't be replicated no. in training, ever, I, I, ever. No, I don't know. And all the bad habits, all the lack of confidence, no. all the instinct, all the all the poor instinctive judgment calls and decisions they make are are always likely to be repeated until you break the cycle of defeat, until you start winning. And the only way it's going to fix itself is by winning. It's like the goal, only way. It's like goal kicking. Goal kicking. That's I'm my sure, that's I'm my... sure goal kicking, you go to training, I'm sure they kick their 7 out of 10 or 8 out of 10, whatever they do. But, you know, you put a crowd and and, a, and pressure, you can't replicate that you can't, goal you kicking. Can't, and you can't. That's just a small... You Get know. an opposition coming at you. All the well, these... you know, we bang on sometimes about our disconnection between mids and forwards, and and I hear it quite often now. There's a there's a big thing about disconnection between mids and forwards. Yeah, it's a buzz. But I've got to say, you know, I know someone who plays at, at, at VFL level, um, who said to me categorically, who listens to the show, hey, Baz, he goes, football today sides are that well drilled defensively. Mm. It is not easy to get through at all. No, it's, he goes, you look up sometimes and you, and you see six on four, three on two. He goes, and we're told to, you know, prop, stop, go sideways, backwards, try to open up the other side. He goes, believe me, he goes, they are that well drilled in today's footy. It is it is so difficult to score. Hey, footy's not played on a – look, I'm not – footy's just not played on a whiteboard. Like, it's – no, it's just it just I'm, never is. The you know? things I'm talking about, it's not about that. It, it's it's these are the building blocks I, that you see other teams use. Yeah. Oh, and oh, look, yeah, oh, but, I can, but good I can teams appreciate the sides better than All us that do it. Yeah, but some teams Even don't. Like middle of the road teams. We're not oh, that. Look, I watched I watched a horrendous game of football on Saturday, the Melbourne Hawthorne. Horrific, one. mate. Oh, Horrific mate, game. That was, that was terrible. Horrific mistakes terrible everywhere. Terrible. Like shocking game. Yeah, absolutely. The Adelaide, the Adelaide Fremantle game. Full of mistakes. You know, like we, just we concentrate on our club because our club, we watch, I watch a lot of our club and I watch them three times on the replay. I didn't watch this one three times on the replay. Good, good. Got to give you the tip on that one. But I do watch a little bit of other footy and there's a lot of shit football. Yeah, no, like, there's heaps, a lot heaps, of shit heaps, football going heaps, on. I'll heaps, give you the tip. Oh, honestly, I don't know how much you watch, but. Far out. I, I watched some absolutely deplorable games of footy. Um, we're going to have to let you go. You've yeah. got to work. Um, can you give us an update on Tommy Wilson in the VFL? Uh, yeah, that's that's not a good uh, subject. Unfortunately, he has definitely done his ACL. That's um, a shocking. That is a shocking blow. But testament to the fellow. I saw him come out of the rooms on Sunday, waited for him, said, what do you reckon? He goes, um, he goes I, think it's, I think it's fucking ACL. So Jesus, and um, you know what? You know what his first words were? Well, there's a lot of people worse off than me in the yep. world. Oh, I can hear him saying it. So. <laughs> yep. This is this is like half an hour after it's happened. Yep. I spoke to his old man, Mark, lovely fella, good man, and said to me, uh, he goes, no one deserves this. He goes, but my son, especially, has just put everything into his footy. He's eating extra training, everything you could possibly think of. Not, you know, he's unlucky, not, well, not unlucky, but he hasn't had the the fortitude to get on a AFL list and, oh, just and, and it will yep. never happen. Yep. But you know what? These are the, these are the challenges you're dealt up in life. And, um, 
He'll be back, mate. Mm. He's made of the right stuff. I think he is. You know, you, no, if you're going to back anyone, it's Tom Wilson. He'll be back bigger and better. Well, he says he is, so. Mm. Well, you know him pretty well. He's, yeah, he's I've gotten to become very, uh, no, very good, close, and, fella, um, and and I'd be disappointed if he didn't come back bigger and better. And if he's listening, we we're in your corner. We're going. To, we'll buy you coffee whenever you want one. Two Tommy, captains so. in our respective clubs, eh? That's just the bloody yeah, and both good men. Cannot take a trick down. Both the sort of character of man and player that you can't afford to lose when things are going against you. Mm. You know, you could do with both of them. Anyway, they they you know they got a win on the weekend too. Yeah, no, they they, they, they kicked six goals to nothing in the yeah. last quarter. They really come home with the rush. Um, well, the better players were Setterfield, Kennedy, Goddard, uh, who could come in for Jones. Quite, Interesting, chance, yeah. yeah. Um, from a Carlton perspective, uh, I think that's about it. Uh, from a Northern Blues perspective. Uh, Frankie Anderson played on uh, Aaron Hall, Got kept him weeks. to 13. He's now copped two weeks for something or other, unfortunately Dangerous for him. tackle. Yeah, Fisher went all right. Um, oh, actually, there was a couple of players I want to mention, Carlton perspective. Uh, is it Matthew Cottrell? Yep, yep. Just keep an eye out mm. for that one. What did you see? I saw... Um, he was picked up with Mick Gibbons. Yeah. Yep. He looks like Mitch Robinson. He's got a bit of speed about him. Runner. He, a good runner. runner. Good yep. runner. Yep. Um, he's one worth looking at. What about the little fella who kicked a jag three? He was going to play in the... Oh, yeah. Uh, you're talking about Wheeler? Wheeler. Bloody hell, mate. Do you hear about that story? He's he going to play. He, goes he was, all right. It was down at Sandy. There was a all-star, like a future all-stars game. Right. You know, prospective, um, like state league players with a couple of under-18s thrown in, blah, blah, blah. Get down, have a look. Mid-season draft coming up. Mm. Show off your wares a little bit. He's going to play in that game. The game starts at 8.30 down at Sandy. He's at Sandy. Gets a phone call at court to eight. Um, Camp Polson's crook. We need you back here for the Northern Northern Blues. So he, so he says to the people at Sandy, I'm sorry, but I've got to get back to Prinny Park. I've got to play. I've got to play in the VFL. Goes back. Wheeler. Kicks three. Yeah. You'd love him, Gex. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing, there's nothing um, polished about him, but he just uh, gets in there and he gets it done. Bit of Stan Gildo. Yeah, yeah, he just gets it done. Stan Gildo. <laughs> <laughs> Number 54. Yeah. Jesus, a reason to get to the footy early, yeah. Stan Gildo. Oh, just a couple oh, yeah. of other honourable mentions figure. to Ben Silvani. Showing something, Ben. Showing something. Uh, and Matt Owies also probably produced his best game too. So, you know, just some little things. Look, we played North Melbourne. I don't think they've won a game. He's coming from a long way back, Owen. He is, he is, he is, for sure. You know, you don't want to. It's good. It's good. But just just showing something, you know, and North Melbourne took it up to him on the weekend, but, you know, they got over the top of him. And Tom said, because it felt like we were all over him. Mm. Felt like we were all all over him, but we just couldn't get it on the scoreboard. And then it came in the last quarter. So, yeah, good. They're they're three and one. Uh, (laughs) Freaking buy this week. Mm. Can you believe it? That's the second buy in a month. Well, yep. We've got a buy this week, haven't we? In the Bloody oath we have. Uh, votes. That's the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> votes. Lukey Ryan, thanks for doing all the good work again. Uh, I'll kick it off. No fours. No threes. Twos. Cripper just got in. Thomas Fisher-Walsh. One vote to Phillips and Wiedering. That was it for me. Yeah, I went uh, Walsh two, Fisher two, and uh, who was the other two, Andy? You wrote it down. Hang yeah, on. I did write it down. Um, Hang on. 
Fisher, Fisher, Walsh. Cripps one. No, nah, I gave Cripps one, Weeder in one, but there was another two in there, I'm sure. Oh, Thomas, Cripps, Thomas. You gave Cripps one? Yep. Uh, hang on, this is good radio. This Thomas, Thomas. It was Thomas, Fisher, and, and uh, Walsh. Thomas Fisher Walsh. There you go. Two. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, and uh, Cripper and one Cripper and Weeder in. Yep. I've snuck yep. Weeder in yep. one in there as well. Yep. That's it. I gave two votes to to Fisher and Daisy and one vote each to Cripps and Walsh. Happy day. Jeez. I'll tell you what, that's probably the worst votes we've given for a long, long time. Yeah, well, our expectations were not met. Mm. So, what? I mean, you looked through the list of cards. If you can, if you reckon we've been harsh on players this week, oh, wow. you've got a different set of stats. Probably missed a few along the way too on the show. Probably... Thankfully, I've got to go to night shift. Otherwise, we could have carved up a few, a few no, others. Oh, we're too. not about that. No, no I, I, don't, I don't about. mean you that know, disrespectfully. No, I know what you mean. I know, I know what you mean. You, you know, don't there's take one... me literally out there too, folks, when I say things, because if you got to know me, I'm not a bad bloke. No, we, <laughs> yeah, no. There's a couple There's a couple of players who just need to work out what they're doing and why are they playing and uh, yeah, how that, they want That's to, a good way know, to put it, actually. Why a very play. good way to put it, yeah, for sure. It's a good way to correct your reputation this week. Because yep. this, these are the games you live for. Do, do they? Well, we do. We do. Yeah, I'm yeah. Waiting, we do. I'm today. waiting to see. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting to yeah, see. Well, we, we yeah. do. We, we can't stand them. No. Like, we hate them. But unfortunately, football's played differently today. Yep. They all seem to like each other on yep. the field. It, <laughs> it's, all, it's all, you know, let's have a barbie and a, and a beer. That's fine. But have a look in the stands. Mate, dead set in the stands. That guy in the, in the Collingwood cheer squad, not Joffa, the other one, my, I would love to sit next to him and put one straight on his chin. Right. He's a dead set. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> and how he's still on in their cheer squad, I've got no idea. Well, well you're paying attention to their cheer squad. No, I, look, I watch a bit of footy, and, and he's one that hangs over, over, he, like, hangs over the fence yeah, and he no, spits everywhere. Yeah, yeah, dead set. Oh, jeez, I'd love to give you one. That is it. arranged. That is it. I love it. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, it's been a brutal week for all of us. Uh, we get through together. We are bound by blue. Uh, and uh, we hope that the blokes wearing the jumper, the 22 of them this Sunday. When is it? Saturday? Saturday. Saturday, one Saturday, 145 MCG. Get there. Get there. You never know. Give you never, never know. Go. Have a great week, folks. And they will know that they've been playing against the famous old dark blues. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.